Hello, listeners. This is Matt, and I'm recording this intro in the future, years after the release of our first season of the podcast. And I just want to remind you of two things. One, the first few episodes were the first time ever that Amy and I ever recorded a podcast, so the audio quality does improve the further along you get. And two, our appreciation for certain characters has definitely grown over the years, so keep that in mind when you're listening. Anyway, we hope you enjoy the show. Think about eating that apple with your own mouth. Or your trunk. Imagine the flavor. And your satisfied face. It's podcast time. Your Paul Kerber friends will talk about very distant Matt the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, the Adventure Time podcast. Hi, I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we're here to talk about all things Adventure Time, starting with the first episode and working our way through to the last. How was your day? It was good. We went to the gym and work, and I was really looking forward to recording tonight because I think it's uh, this is going to be a really neat podcast to do. Oh, yeah. I've been looking forward to this one. So, Matt, without giving any spoilers, you watched the very last episode of Adventure Time today. Yeah, actually, I binged the entire last season in one sitting today, which only took a couple of hours. So I've had some issues with the last couple of seasons um, in comparison to the first five or so. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of looking forward to the show ending and, you know, don't let it go on 20-something seasons like The Simpsons and go like way past its prime. The series finale was so good, though, that I'm really bummed that the show is over. Yeah. Yep. The last two minutes in particular were uh, an emotional ride. I think one of the best series finales I've ever seen. Yeah. That's awesome. I can't wait to watch it. Oh, yeah. Should we talk about this week's episode? Absolutely. All right. So this episode is episode four, Tree Trunks. It was directed by Larry Lechzatira and Patrick McCaleb, written and storyboard by Sean Jimenez and Burt Young, released on April 12th, 2010, and apparently there's 2.1 million viewers watching this episode. Man, the show started off strong. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I wanted to bring up, I made a mistake last week and said that the snail that waves in every episode is Shelby, but it's not. I think Shelby's a a worm. Yeah. (laughs) That lives in the tree, right? Yeah. So, my bad. So, in preparation for this podcast, Matt and I ate pie because Tree Trunks makes apple pie, but we didn't have apple pie. We had blackberry pie. Some hand-picked blackberries. Yeah, we have, we live in the Pacific Northwest, so we were able to... Pick some blackberries yesterday and make some little hand pies, and they were delicious to the max. That they were. Yeah, we are just on a roll of episodes that I love right now. The last couple, this one and the following episode, are all great in my book. It must be an unpopular opinion because I was going through IMDb to get some information. These are some of the lower rated episodes. Hmm. So, on with the synopsis, or let's talk about the episode. All right. Season one, episode four, Tree Trunks. Finn and Jake are goofing around in front of Tree Trunk's house. Finn scares the crap out of a poor worm and slices an apple in half two inches from it. Finn's original sword looks pretty rough. It's got some miles on it. Yeah, definitely. It's like golden, but it there's clearly like chunks out of the sword altogether. And it, it definitely looks very well loved. Yep. So this is the first time we see Tree Trunk's house, which is very pink and very sparse with decoration. And it and it's also centered within what appears to be a massive apple orchard. Tons of apples. Yep, and that explains why she's constantly baking apple pie. Mm-hmm. 
I never put two and two together before. What? <laughs> I just never noticed all the apertures. Like Abercadaniel and that he is. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, we got some stuff to talk about with Abercadaniel later. <laughs> what does Tree Trunks do on the regular? Like, does she have a job or does she like sell apples? Because she was really protective of her apples. I don't know. I think she just likes making pie. She was so funny. She's like, men and their swords. <laughs> like, so, what? so she beckons them inside to have some fresh baked apple apple pie. And it's so funny because they're just like young kids like racing in there to see who can get in there first and, you know, eat the pie. And Finn's like, I'm going to eat all the apple pie. And, and Jake Jake's says, like, no. I know. It was so dramatic. It was hilarious. But then a fly gets on the pie and she throws it in the trash and she gets all sinister and it gets that, that Ren and Stimpy style, realistic looking close up, super creepy looking. She's like, flies wanted it, they can have it. But she has a backup pie. Yeah, magically baking. It's really cool. So like during this scene, they're eating the pie and they're like, this is the best pie ever. She's all like, oh yeah, kind of, sort of, maybe. Finn, if you could do anything, what would you do? And they talk about the, the silly things that they would do. Oh, I'd yeah. like to ask you, Matt, if you could do anything, what would you do? I would carve my face on the moon. So the no, moon would Jake look- <laughs> already took that one. I would make a movie. You'd make a movie? What would your movie be about? Sasquatch. I like it. We are in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> Coming soon to a movie theater near you, Matt's Sasquatch movie. That's the name. That's the name of the movie. Matt's Sasquatch movie. Matt Sasquatch. Yep, maybe, maybe. I kind of want to give a movie about Sasquatch a completely ridiculous title that that wouldn't let anybody know it's about Sasquatch. Like, apples and grapes. (laughs) (laughs) Apples and grapes? Yep. But in the trailer, it says it like that. This summer, apples and grapes rated R. (laughs) Anyway. Back to the show. What would you do if you could do anything? Hmm. I would go on a journey to all of the famous beaches in the world with you. Ooh. Yeah, and swim in all the beautiful water. That sounds amazing. Tree Trunks asks Finn what, what he would do if he could do anything, and he says, I would catch a shooting star and ride it into space so I could fight space monsters. He's such a cool kid. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Tree Trunks shares that she would find this crystal apple and eat the crystal apple. In the nature of, you know, Finn and Jake, they're so loving and caring and wanting everybody to realize their potential or like, we'll help you. Let's go find this. Can't you imagine tasting it in your mouth and like was super, super excited and talked her in. And your satisfied face. (laughs) Talked her into going and into the forest and. The deepest end of the evil dark forest. Yeah. Yeah, which is really crazy. So they psych her up and she dubs herself Adventurer Tree Trunk. Yeah, and at that moment, it, there was a new title scene of uh, the Adventure Time logo with her cutting through it like the sword. And or it was flying just through awesome. like Dumbo. It was great. So Matt, I wanted to talk a little bit about apple pie. Tell okay. me tell me about your thoughts on pie. I love pie. I love all kinds of pie. So I know you love pie. Actually, at our wedding, we had a wedding cake and we had pie that your mom had made. And I thought that was really cool just because of your love of pie. Oh, yeah. So the the thing about apple pie, though, that I wanted to share was when I was a kid, I used to make apple pie all the time. Um, We had a bunch of apple trees in my front yard. And so we'd pick the apples and then you peel them. We made like applesauce. So we made apple crumble. But every Christmas and Thanksgiving, I would make an apple pie. And so I love like it just has like this little twist of like near and dear 
to my heart that she makes apple pie and it's just oh, so fun. And it just brings back those childhood memories. And Absolutely. I love it. Yep. If I lived in Ooh, I'd be at Tree Trump's place all the time. Yeah, you probably would. Getting a pie belly. Yep. Getting flirted with by a sentient elephant. <laughs> so, uh, random little tidbit. So, Tree Trunk's voice actress. I'm going to wait for the cat to stop scratching. We have a cat that really wants to be a part of every episode. He'll be quiet all day. And then once we start recording, he wants attention. Yep. His name's Maverick. He's a Siamese. So, Tree Trunk's voice actress is Polly Lou Livingston, who was born in 1929. So, she, she old. So <laughs> Wow, that's rude. <laughs> she's got some miles. <laughs> I don't know that that's any better. <laughs> so, she she got the part because she was good friends with Pendleton Ward's mom, the creator of the show. Something I always found funny about Tree Trunks is that her voice always sounds so genuine, like it's not molded around a character. And every now and then in the show, we'll meet a character that stumbles over their lines like they've never voice acted before. So it makes me wonder if they're just random crew members or friends that they pulled in just to record a couple of lines. Hmm. That'd be really interesting to, to find out. So they venture into the woods. Tree Trunks is plopped on top of Finn's head. And I noticed that a lot of the trees in the background look like they have screaming faces. Yeah, that's really interesting. M- most of the characters look like dead screaming faces yeah. like in this horrible... <laughs> dark end of the forest so at that point they step out onto something really squishy and like pink so jake suggestively pounds on the his butt against it <laughs> he's like oh, i could get used to this I'm like, oh my gosh tree trunks wants to try it out too and so finn she was on his shoulders finn's like okay i'm cool with letting you do whatever you want and then we see an eye open behind him and we realize that they're actually standing on a flesh monster. She's totally oblivious to the danger. It was like, you know what you need are stickers. She pulls out a rainbow sticker, a scratch and sniff pickle <laughs> this sticker. This one smells just like a pickle. And then a hologram unicorn without a horn. So basically just, just a, a horse. horse. <laughs> So I guess regular horses are mystical figures. And oh, no, because you get James Baxter. James Baxter. James Baxter. Can't um, wait to get to that one. I know, right? But yeah, it was just really funny. So Finn slices it and it slinks away into a tree and, and he it says. Like, like shrinks into a tree and he's like, stay there, monster. You better stay in that tree, baby. <laughs> Finn realizes that tree trunks lacks to recognize danger. So she follows a creepy looking butterfly with a skull face. <laughs> it just prances down the trail. It's really interesting how Tree Trunks has a childlike innocence, like doesn't really see danger or choosing not to notice it. I, I think it's less choosing and more just not aware, like complete obliviousness. Oh, yeah. She just assumes ev- she sees the good side in everybody. Yeah. It's really interesting. Even skull monsters. Yep. So Finn says, Jake, I just realized Tree Trunks is old and bonkers. And Jake just brushes it off like, oh, it's fine. He's like, you sure? Because she has zero adventure training. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Everything, everything's fine. Fine. And he emphasizes it being fine by waving his arms all wiggly. <laughs> his noodle arms. And it yeah. sounds like a bird's wings flapping. So Tree Trunks is moving forward and she's laying out this tea party. Meanwhile, there's a, an enormous amount of signs, like beware signs that become lifelike and start attacking her. Finn jumps in and like wraps his arms around her and is like, I'll save you. And she's like, oh, this is the best hug. He's like, I'm not hugging you. I'm protecting you. Oh, yeah, and at that tea party, that's where you see the snail waving. Snail waving on the blanket. Chukow. <laughs> so then Finn's face is all jacked up. He says, tree trunks, I'm all jacked up because of you. Look at my jacked up face. And he's got an eye 
like bogging out of his head. Yeah, I like that he says, "Time to call your mama's wicked signpost." That was really funny. <laughs> this episode's got so many good lines. So many good lines. I couldn't even like keep up typing like all the good lines. I could like type out the whole thing. It would be great. I have to keep pausing to to catch up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he can't stay mad at her because she's super cute. <laughs> Which I don't understand, but whatever. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. He said, I'm not mad at you. You're too super cute for me to be mad at you. And gives her a big old hug. This snake tentacle brain monster comes out of nowhere. So Finn goes up to fight it. and He's like, you know, telling Jake, you gotta, you gotta keep Tree Trunk safe. Keep her out of there. And Tree Trunks is like, I think Finn's getting all jacked up again. And Jake says, no, he can handle it. He's 12. I'll, I'll get back to that later. <laughs> she was like, Finn told me I was a top-notch adventurer. Finn, like, wants her to feel good about herself because she was feeling bad about him getting all jacked up. And so calls her this top-notch adventurer. And then what happens is she's like, oh, I know what I can do. I can seduce the snake thing with my sexy body. <laughs> with my womanly charm. And my womanly charm. <laughs> my elephant prowess. <laughs> so she dances seductively for the brain beast and yeah. again is completely oblivious to the danger. She, she just doesn't get it. Totally doesn't <laughs> get it. And Finn's like, what is happening? And Jake's like, she's good. And like you see kisses all over his face and body. <laughs> I tried to stop her, but she overpowered me. <laughs> It's so funny because she plays as this seductive figure and she's clearly this very old lady. But also this like whole innocence about her, but yet she knows about seduction and using her body and putting makeup. I don't know. It's just bonkers. Yeah, she says she's the sexiest adventurer alive. She is the sexiest adventurer in the world, Matthew. <laughs> in the world. So Finn has to kill this beast. He gets mad at her because she keeps almost getting them killed. So she gets sad and wanders off. Finn is just like, I want her to be safe and I really worry about her. And you can just tell how big of a heart Finn has for everybody that he's involved with. And they just clearly really love this animal character. Um, so I just find it really interesting. So they catch up with her and she found the crystal gem apple, which is hanging in the middle of this tree. And Finn apologizes to her and she says she'll accept it if she can kiss him on the cheek. So what's up with that? She has a crush on Finn. Yeah, but so does Slime Princess. Remember in the last episode, Slime yeah. Princess is like, ooh, I'll marry you. And now Finn's Flippin, a hero, man. I know, but like, I mean, he's cute and all, but he's 12. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. <laughs> Me neither. I don't think age really defines people in the land of ooh. You don't think so? It doesn't yeah. seem like it. I guess not. Because like even Jake was like, oh, Finn, that's a once in a lifetime offer. You should totally <laughs> get on that. Oh, yeah, that's a once in a lifetime opportunity. So, so then these cripple, cripple, these crystal copies of Finn and Jake show up. They're called crystal guardians. That's right. Crystal guardians show up and they mirror every move that Finn and Jake are making and they're protecting the apple. So Finn goes to punch one and it copies his moves and he punches crystal. And then Jake does the same and hits heads with the Jake version of the crystal guardian. So then a bunch of skeleton butterflies start floating around tree trunks and she dances to their sweet keyboard jams. So I don't get the impression that the skeleton butterflies actually mean any harm, even though they look creepy. Yeah, I don't think so either. It seems like they just want to jam out. Yeah, yeah. They're like a, a skeleton butterfly jam band. Yeah. And that's where Finn realizes they need to fight the Guardians tree trunk style. <laughs> so they cake themselves in makeup and look... Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like zombies. 
almost. So Jake looks more like tree trunks, but Finn has just like, looks like a clown. He looks like a clown with like <laughs> zombie like stitches painted on him and stuff. Got this creepy blank look on his face. So weird. They trick the guardians and they stretch up to the apple and let tree trunks take a bite out of it. And then she pops. Yeah, she just looks kind of sick for a second and then yeah. just explodes. They're like, how is it? And she just has this blank stare and all of a sudden it goes pop. And then it plays this loud belching sound. But we had subtitles on and it says it's deep throat singing. (laughs) So now we know that. Yeah. Uh, So they just sit there dumbfounded and the tree trunks is shown walking through the crystal dimension and laughing. My first reaction, I don't know that I've watched this whole episode before. I know I've seen part of it, but maybe not all of it. But my reaction was like, oh! What happened? (laughs) So originally this episode aired ending with her exploding and Finn and Jake just looking mortified. But uh, people were upset about how dark the ending was. So they tacked on the whole. Her jumping through the crystal dimension. Yeah. So it could be that without that part getting tacked on, that that could have been it for tree trunks. That might have been the death of her. And I think she comes back. Oh, yeah. She's in a ton of episodes. Okay. So what are your thoughts on this episode? Um, love it. It was my favorite so far. I did not think you were going to like this one. I know. Tree Trunks is just something else. And just... There's something uh, creepy about her. So creepy. And so I like this episode, but I like how the adventure piece, but there is a lot. There's so many layers to this episode. It's so fascinating because you see a different um, relationship between Finn and Jake. You see Jake's sense of responsibility is just like he just has no I'm so glad you caught that yeah like no understanding of like responsibility or repercussions of actions and it's just kind of like yeah whatevs but what I noticed though is when Finn's life is threatened he is right there to get him and protect him he did it like three times in this episode yeah so I've been jumping back and forth between old episodes and newer ones And it's amazing how much Finn changes throughout the series. The fact that Finn recklessly lets Tree Trunks do pretty much whatever she wants is a testament to how much he's grown since season one. Yeah. Because he makes decisions here that that an unattended kid probably would. Which is appropriate since he's 12. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like the kind of thing he would do in in later seasons. Mm -hmm. Jake might. Jake (laughs) Jake doesn't really change that much throughout the show. So the part where Finn is fighting the brain monster and Tree Trunk says, Jake, I think Finn's getting jacked up. And Jake says, he can handle it. He's 12. So I think this is the first time we realize that Jake isn't always a positive role model for Finn, like you said. Mm -hmm. So he's twice Finn's age and is actually pretty reckless and irresponsible throughout a lot of the show. And I think Finn has to learn a lot of lessons and mature over the years on his own from experiences and mistakes and not so much from his big brother. So do you think he's 28 in dog years? That I'm completely unsure about. Yeah, because I was thinking about if you... We have seen them as babies together. That's true. But he, I wonder if he gets years. older because of his dog years, but really emotionally he's not older. So they're really about the same. Yeah. But then again, we also see, like in the future episodes, Jake is just kind of like, eh. Yeah, he's, he's the reckless one. And Finn's the one that realized that Tree Trunks was out of her element in the forest, like right away and wanted to take her back to safety. But it's Jake's impulsive behavior that pushes them forward. Yeah. And that leads to her getting sucked into another dimension. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that we see this a lot. It's like a repeated thing over and over oh, in the yeah. series. 
where one of them is impulsive and reckless. More often or not, that's Jake. Um, not saying anything bad about Jake. It's just no. something that you notice here. This is the, the launching point for that kind of dynamic. Yeah, yeah. That's a really interesting point. So, Matt, what didn't you like about the episode? Like I said earlier, this is a stretch of episodes that I just love. I've, I might have seen this episode 20 times by now. When I used to have the first couple seasons on DVD, this was one of the ones I watched constantly. I just love it. It's got all the great lines. It's well-paced. So this, you said that this episode is only 10 minutes long? Yeah. That's amazing because they cram so much they really story do. into 10 minutes. Yeah. I feel like there's no time wasted in this episode. Oh, no. I think the fly thing at the beginning was really weird and odd, but so normal for the for, for the this, earlier seasons. Well, for the earlier seasons and for Adventure Time in general. Yeah. Um, because they do have those like odd little like moments and you're just like, what the what? Oh, yeah. I love um, that stuff. But I think that what was cool is just this, that there just wasn't a moment where I wasn't like intrigued with what's going on. What's going to happen next? Absolutely. Oh, so random piece of trivia. Amy actually brought this one up last week in our first attempt to record an episode, but we ended up scrapping that one. She found that unlike most cartoon series, most of Adventure Time's cast get to record their lines together in one room. And this is cool because I think that it really lends to the characters seeing each other's reactions, seeing each other's body language, and really growing and learning together. I think it's really cool. Agreed. So what's your favorite line from this episode? Well, like we said earlier, there are were so many oh, yeah. good lines. It was hard to choose one. It was so hard to choose. But I really, <laughs> I love it when she says, even brain beasts get lonely, Finn. <laughs> that was really funny. That is a good I was one. like, oh my gosh. As she's like dancing seductively for the brain beast <laughs> in her da, 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 da. weird makeup. It was funny. My favorite line has to be, I'm a huge butt guy for getting mad at you. I'm a huge fart. I love that. Farts. We also get to hear Jam Clam in here. I'm not sure if that's the I first know, time. Right? That's one of my favorite Finn exclamations. I love Jam Clam. Do an impression of a character from this episode. All right. My impression is going to be the Crystal Guardian, Finn style. Awesome. Stop copying me. Ah! <laughs> You're welcome, world. I don't know. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, what's your impression? Ooh, I got to go with tree trunks. Yeah. I'm seducing him with my body. <laughs> that does not sound like tree trunks. That just sounds like a creepy old man. Oh, that was great. Good job, Maddie. So next week, we're going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 5, The Enchiridion. This episode features Finn and Jake going on a quest for a magical book that would prove them worthy of being righteous heroes. I look forward to it. It's a good one. It's a keeper. So, Matt, where can we find you? You can find me at my... YouTube channel, Modern Horror Show, where I review and recommend newer horror movies. Where can we find you? I'm on Twitter, kind of, sort of, sometimes, at Moxie Speaks. And you can find our... Bleh, you can find our podcast on iTunes or Google Play or where you download your favorite podcasts. If you go to anchor.fm, you can also leave us voice messages about your thoughts regarding the episode. Um, we love your comments, so we can read them on the air. Yeah, we're always looking for suggestions. Absolutely. We have a website where we also post our podcast. Uh, it's ohmyglobpodcast.wordpress.com. You can email us at ohmyglobpodcast at gmail.com or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash ohmyglobpodcast. All right. Anything All right. you want to plug? No. Okay. You good? I'm good. I'm good. All right. All right. 
And that closes another episode of Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. Bye. Bye.